Hey, what's going on? It is Top of the Do Chain Podcast, episode 70. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about us. Follow us on all the social media before we start. Jeff is in Memphis, Tennessee today. So we have our friend, Mr. Justin Geary, guest hosting with us this week to fill that third chair where so many big shoes have sat. What's up, Justin? Oh, not much. I'm a little nervous, but... Well, you're going to be famous after today, so I'd be nervous, too. All right. Um, First off, thanks for uh, (laughs) filling in for us. Second off, this was planned a long time... I mean, not a long time ago, but earlier this week, before the Masters even started, and uh, it's fitting that the world's biggest Tiger fan is on the (laughs) podcast the day the Tiger... Finally wins his through. first uh, first major in how many years? It's uh, his first, first master. major in ten years, nine yeah. months, twenty seven days. There you go. Jeez. First Masters in win in fourteen, 14 years. Fourteen years, which is a record now. I was looking up some stuff. So the last time Tiger won the Masters, The Dark Knight was the highest grossing film, as the, it should have been. Yeah. And the iPhone was two years from release. Yeah. Two years from release, Jeez. so it hadn't even come out yet. No. Yeah, so. so Nokia was still a brand. That's big league, and he was still married, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he was still uh, squeaky clean, you know. Yeah. But so anyway, I, you know, Tiger. Here's the thing: Dustin Johnson came in what second or third? Second, tied second, for second, yeah. T- tied for second. Dustin Johnson had kind of a, a dry spell after. Uh, after he got caught, you know, being a party hound. And I'm not going to lie. I think Dustin Johnson looks like he's back on the booger sugar, man. He might like, be. There's, like, there's some speculation. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, looking, he's looking anorexic, uh, to say the least. Plus, he's having success. But Tiger, you know, a lot of people think, you know, I think Tiger, I definitely think the things that happened to Tiger messed him up. You know, because he, he, he's obviously... Head high, head wise, one of the best ever. I mean, once yeah. he goes into Sunday with even sniffing the lead, he was almost guaranteed to to just intimidate his way to a victory. So I think that part of he did it. And then I think you know, obviously the back issues that he had injury wise uh, probably held yeah. him back a little bit. But I almost feel like Tiger had to almost start over. Uh, and they say a lot of the, you know the majors. <clears throat> Uh, are one of those scenes where once you win the first one, it's easier to win the ones after yeah. them. You know, break the seal, and it's almost as if Tiger had to break the seal again. Yeah, because I mean, that's what people are wondering: is yeah. is, is what how how is he going to go forward? Well, I'm going to tell you this, man. I watched that a lot of the last round, probably the last nine holes of that round today, and that dude was hitting the ball better than anybody. Now, he was hitting all the fairways. His approaches were putting it. I mean, he had yeah. easy birdie putts. <laughs> Uh, which is his game. The approach is, is, is probably the best part of his game, and, and he was just nailing it. So he looked like vintage Tiger. It didn't yeah, look like that. It didn't look like the uh, the field was just weak, and he just took advantage of a yeah. weak field. That and a field, tough day to play too. Yeah, that field. Mile an hour wins. That field was strong. They were playing well, and he still just ran away with it. So he may pass old Jack after all. How which, how many shy is he now? Three, well, three, yeah, three to tie it, four to yeah. four to hold yeah. it by himself. So, 
It's looking more and more like it might be reality because he's still if he see, if he keeps playing this it way, he's got years yeah. left at this level. Because it was good, it was good. It anyway, yeah. Don't talk a lot of golf on the dude <laughs> chain, but do you think Tiger Woods golf uh, makes a comeback? Man, the, I hope so. The video game? I oh, yeah. Game. Dude, I love that Dude, game. Dude, the game was phenomenal. Yeah. That was a great game. Yeah. It was one of the first games where you could, like, totally customize the face, and you could do the uh, the face scanning. Yeah. Dude, I, I made a creepy-looking golf character. Well, and the other thing, too, you know, probably probably set him back, is he had a lot of business ventures going on in the past. He was building golf courses everywhere. and well, Oh, yeah. I mean, he was Nike's the, guy. Yeah. Did you see the commercial Nike released, like, two minutes after he won? Uh, no. Yeah. I, I mean, good. they already had a commercial. It's a good commercial. Check yeah. it out. They're back on board. 100%. Better than the Dwayne Wade one? <laughs> no. No. Dwayne Wade, Wade one was phenomenal. Dude, that's, that's, I mean, that's an end of an era now. Yeah. You got Dirk retiring. You got, no, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the old, uh, that's the hibiscus fresher coming oh, up again. Oh, jeez. Don't brag about that too uh, much. But, uh, no, you got D Wade and Nowitzki uh, yeah. retiring. Yeah. I was telling someone the other day, I, you know, Kobe was a, was a big one but but for me this these two have been Nowitzki hurts yeah these two have been a you know a staple uh in the game a lot longer than in my lifetime at least so yeah yeah and D Wade I mean Nowitzki he 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 with the Mavericks the entire time which you're not gonna have mad respect yeah you're not gonna have a lot of guys retiring with the same same team Kobe was probably the last one last superstar last one who probably had a choice whether he could leave or not do it D Wade almost was forced out of Miami. Yeah. Uh or else, you know, I could have seen I, him yeah, he could have staying been a there the entire time too. Well, and like uh, Kobe said he called Dirk when he was a free agent trying to recruit yeah. him to come to, to Los Angeles and he he said, No, I'm a lifer. Like lifer like you are, you know, we don't yeah. leave and and that's you know, that's I don't know, I think that's pe- that's something people appreciate but probably aren't gonna get a lot of uh, no. in the in the landscape today, thanks to LeBron. Yeah, I mean, it's changed the game for sure. Speaking of speaking of that, what's going on? Has with anyone the Lakers? has anyone <laughs> yeah. pulled LeBron aside and been like, "Hey, man, it's not the coaches or the GMs, dude. It's yeah. you." I mean, he got Magic Johnson run out. Yeah, I was, I was, I saw that question the other day. You know, uh, how come every time LeBron fails, it's it's the coach's fault? Yeah, and he's bringing in Tyron Lue. You know, especially Magic essentially traded the team away for him yeah to try to bring uh anthony well, davis in that kind of now fell through, yeah, but. magic magic deserves to be let go yeah just because of the whole debacle with anthony davis yeah that was a i mean that's he gave up a lot yeah that was, but that's just i mean in all reality that's a dude who doesn't have any clue how to gm yeah gm and yeah. and and not knowing how to do there's it. rumors kobe's gonna potentially kobe's a in. smart dude now I don't know. You know who uh, who I thought was interesting was uh, you know remember B.J. Armstrong he used to play point guard with Jordan oh, yeah. at the Bulls. You know he's an agent now. <laughs> no, extremely smart and like he was a GM and 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 he he realized he could make more money and protect the players better as an agent. So so he's doing that. Um, but I don't know if y'all seen it on Twitter, but they uh, actually showed. Uh, they were doing a documentary or something on D Rose, and he actually got the phone call from B.J. Armstrong that he got traded to the Knicks yeah, during that this. documentary. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw Dude, that. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, man. that was hard to watch. I mean, D Rose because D Rose, if you don't know, Derrick Rose is from Chicago. He's a Chicago kid, played college basketball in Memphis. 
Uh, the, the year that he declared for the draft is the year that the Chicago Bulls had the number one draft pick. They picked D. Rose. He comes back. Youngest rookie of the year. Um, probably set to be the next guy. And then tears his knee up. Yeah. Never the same after that. Uh, and then gets traded from uh, his hometown Chicago Bulls. It's his fan favorite. So it'd be like you, Corey, yeah. being quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. You know, just growing up, that's your team. That's, yeah. And then you get to come back to them, and then them trading you away uh, once you get hurt. It's it's kind of the yeah. the, the situation. Especially to get traded in. to New York at that time. Oh, dude, that's a dumpster fire, man. <laughs> that's where players go to retire. Yeah. Now they're supposedly making a move to. I'm telling you right now. I'm calling it right now. If the New York Knicks get the number one draft pick, there is a fixed lottery system in the NBA. I'm calling it now. They're gonna get Zion. They're gonna get if if they get the number one pick this year, it is rigged. <laughs> it is a hundred percent rigged. The lottery system, but they're they're talking that Zion, Davis, and Durant all yeah. going to New York. That'd be something to compete with the because uh, uh, they 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 say LeBron. they'd have a cakewalk to the playoffs. Well, yeah, and then they're saying LeBron's gonna end up taking uh, Boogie. And a bunch of other dudes. So it's just going to be the Lakers versus. He's, he's no longer Boogie. Did you see that this week? Uh, yeah, he's he's denounced the Boogie nickname. Yeah, he's Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's enough sports. It's just interesting. Like I said, yeah. y'all know who Lou Perlman is. Uh, name sounds familiar. Yeah. Who is it? Big sloppy dude who founded Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. that yeah, guy? Yeah. All right. He had a documentary come out about him this week. Oh. He's dead, by the way. He died in prison. Went to prison, died there. Yeah, because he, he embezzled like a ton of money. Yeah, right? Pon- embezzled and Ponzi schemes. Yeah. Oh, Check gosh. this out. Dude, this is – he said he owned an air- – he was starting an airline. So, you know, obviously if you want to – you get investors in an airline, they ask you a big question. That big question is, is how many planes do you have? And, dude, you know what this dude was doing? He was going to airports with model airplanes and taking pictures of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then he was saying these are because it had transcontinental on the side. So he's taking pictures of them like that and showing these people pictures of his airplanes. And they were investing. These are are people in Florida, retirees, who are investing their life savings away. And he's just taking it. It's a big Ponzi scheme. And anyway... And and they're like, you never think, you know, you never, you always hear about it with your friends, but you never think it could be you. I'm like, bro, if you're investing in an airline and you never step foot on a plane and fly it first, you deserve to have all your yeah. money taken. Yeah. Either you have way too much money or you're dumb and yeah. just lucked your way into it. And that's what, and that's essentially what happened is, is these, half these people are dumb. Anyway, that's what got him sent to prison. The best part of that documentary though. And it's on YouTube. It's a YouTube premium one. But the best part of that documentary is Nick Carter. Because everyone hates Lou Pearlman except for Nick Carter. And if you don't know who Nick Carter is, he's a little pop star who has some drug issues and all that. Anyway, so so you have everyone on this documentary just slamming this guy as a in sync. You remember when in sync got big? Mm-hmm. Right before oh. the No Strings Attached album that we went when they blew up. They were sitting around the table. They were selling out arenas with the Backstreet Boys and, and then headlining some of their own. They were sitting around the table at dinner, and Perlman hands out the checks. And these kids, I mean, at that time, 
if you're selling out arenas, what would you expect to get? Uh, probably, I mean, like a night? No, just, just if, if, if you've been doing it for about six to nine months, just selling out arenas, nonstop tours, how much would you expect to get? At the end of nine months, oh, for all I'd, that, I'd figure at least a million or two. Yeah, and that's what they say, were expecting. Do they like Lance Bass said? Least I expected was two fifty, two hundred fifty thousand, quarter mil. That's the least I was expecting. He said, but we were expecting somewhere in the one to one point five two million dollar range, right? Guess how much those checks were worth? Fifty grand. Yeah, ten thousand dollars. What? Each. what? No this way. man, this man gave Justin Timberlake. On the rise, a $10,000 check. And so they look into it. They look into it, and essentially what he was doing is he was, the hotels and all that, he was charging them for all that. The the dinners and all that, he was charging them. Which, you know, is is, is somewhat normal, kind of. However, what they weren't seeing was is that he was the sixth. He put himself as the sixth Sixth. member of Backstreet Boys and the (laughs) sixth member of NSYNC. So all his travel and everything was being paid by them. Nice. And he did that for two reasons. One, so he could basically travel and eat and stay in lavish hotels and all that on their dime. But the other reason was is if they tried to leave, they couldn't take the name with them because because oh. technically he was the sixth it's member, six, so he yeah. got to stay with him. And then he was taking his management fees and all that stuff out of it, Man. promoters getting paid and all that. So they were all getting ripped off, which is why they left. Well, they leave. And then they have to go to court over the names. And he essentially brings that in like I'm the sixth member and all that. Luckily, the judge looks at him and basically told him, my 13-year-old daughter has a poster of these guys on the wall, and I've never seen you on it. (laughs) (laughs) So so she awarded them. But the best part of this whole documentary is Nick Carter for this reason. There's a part where uh, he had a tanning bed in his house, and he had a hidden camera. And so, like, all the women would tan, and he was recording them and all that. And then uh, there's some talk that he was Michael Jackson, some of the, uh, some of the not the NSYNC guys, but like LFO and some of those other Nick guys. Nick Carter or the Perlman dude? The Perlman was. Okay. Oh, so Perlman yeah. was, was, high, was, was uh, secretly videotaping all the female bands as they tanned, but then he was doing some alleged Michael Jackson stuff with some of the smaller boy bands. Uh, and so these guys in this documentary were explaining this. And so as they were explaining this, they switch switch over to Nick Carter, and this dude gets irate, <laughs> like irate. R. Kelly irate. Yeah, like he's just going <laughs> off. He's they're lying. They're trying to make a name for themselves. Yada yada yada. He goes, "That was Big Papa. That's what he made them Ooh, all call." And I'm like, that's "Red flag, gross." <laughs> and so he goes, "That was Big Papa." And then the best part of that whole documentary, he goes, "Lou Pearlman taught me how to do a diamond push up." <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, that's where you put your hands together like this and you do a push-up. Lou Perlman taught me that to stay in shape. And I'm like, yo, bro, nothing about taught me to stay in shape should be associated with Lou Perlman's name. Yeah. yeah whatsoever, that is... man. That dude had never been in shape in his life. Dude, you know what's crazy about that amount of money, $10,000, which to most people would be a, a check they'd be more than happy to get, like one lump sum. But uh, the rapper Juicy J. Like, on a scale from, like, yeah. A to D, like, where do you think he ranks as far as talent? Talent? Yeah. Oh. Like, uh, as far as, like, how big his name is. Like well, Probably C. C. Yeah. C. So, I worked a frat party of security at the Diamond Ballroom two years ago, 
and OU paid for him to fly in and perform for 45 minutes. Why it's not a complete hour, it's only 45 minutes, I don't know. How much do you think that dude got paid for 45 minutes? 100 grand. $50,000. $50,000. For 40 for 45 minutes. Yeah. And here's what's really funny is they had a local DJ that's supposedly, you know, making a name for himself that was coming on after. So he didn't like, he wasn't like the opener. It was nothing. Juicy J. And then the DJ after the second D- <laughs> Juicy J gets off the stage, dude, all these drunk college kids just bail and go get on the bus and leave. There is not one soul in there for this DJ. And he's up there like trying to pump up like two or three drunk college kids and his man, his manager, quote unquote manager is like, this is unacceptable. You need to close the doors and make these people stay. They're like, mm, that's illegal. That's, you yeah. can't, you can't do that. And he's like, this is unacceptable. And they're like, why, dude, why didn't they? and he's like, dude, your kid got paid. Send him home. You know? Well, here's the, why didn't they reverse it, man? Yeah. Why didn't they let the DJ open for juicy J? I don't know. Cause college kids, yeah, <laughs> like they're dude. stupid. Speaking yeah, of but, DJs, isn't Snoopadelic in town this week? No, I don't know. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I think is he's it? at top golf. Is that when he's not Snoop Lion and Snoop something else? Whatever he is. Dude, Snoop's wigged out, man. Oh, Trump, I mean, had, Trump has Snoop angry. Is it because we legalized weed? Is that why he's here, probably? Well, try oh, it out. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. I'm, I don't, I'm not a weed doctor, but it seems like people that smoke it their entire lives end up a little bit weird, and they're starting to connect it to uh, certain types of psychosis. Which, you know, anybody who smokes pot is instantly like, no, that's an old study. I'm like, dude, that study came out like three weeks ago. So yeah. it's, it's not a psychotropic drug, I don't think. I don't think it's considered to be in that same category, um, like stuff you would take for bipolar and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. uh, they're starting to connect it to other things. That and inhaling smoke's no, yeah, never healthy. Say, well, there may be some benefits, but I don't think it's meant to be smoked. Yeah. Well, yeah. brain cells are definitely uh, struggling. Uh, I mean, anytime, like you drink or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you're killing brain mm-hmm. cells. And so eventually, that's, I mean, you. Yeah. You only have so many, man. It eventually starts to catch up to you. So. Yeah. And I'm not one to be like, well, that, that wacky tobacco is going to destroy America. <laughs> like, I don't care. Well, but it's just, it's not, and it, I, I feel I feel like a lot of potheads think that they're like enlightened or smarter than people that don't smoke pot and they look down on them for not smoking pot. Whereas other people are just kind of like, well, you're probably just lazier than most people. Yeah. yeah. That's how I look at potheads. I don't know, man. I'm just, I just look at them as they keep Cheetos in business, man. Yeah. <laughs> when all said and done. Golly. Cheetos is a snack that yeah. once I started eating healthier, just makes me like violently ill every time I eat yeah. it. Wait, no. puffs or uh, regular? Oh, I've, I've hated Dude, it. puffs I've, are so greasy, man. That I hate is the, the greasiest thing. I've always hated the yeah. puffs. Yeah. And then the regular crunchy Cheetos are just right behind it, but they just make me so sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only trip I can really eat is just a good old fashioned tortilla chip. Yeah, these days. I like Pringles too. Pringles I can stomach. All right, sun chips are good too. Sun chips are awesome. Yeah, but anyway, so what's up, Justin? You got anything? Man, it's been a it's been a week. To, uh, <laughs> I don't want to go back to sports, but did you see the Amir Johnson, Joel Embiid cell phone on the bench getting blown yeah. out? And the that was a that was an interesting one. Amir Johnson got sent to the locker two minutes after that. Hey man, I've done that in slow pitch softball. Well, that's what uh, I forget I mean, who it was. Someone, one of one of the NBA players, was like, "Y'all don't tw- don't don't check your phones at work." <laughs> like that's all I'm saying, man. Is like I don't know what was he doing. Like I, well, I don't keep up with. Supposedly it. he was checking on his sick daughter. Oh, is he, he was texting? inactive. He, he was inactive. Texting in the middle of the and game. He was texting. Yeah, it's just, Joel and is that is that some type of policy they have in place? Well, yeah, there, oh, there yeah. is a no no cell phone policy on the bench. Okay, policy, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, that he was sense. inactive. Yeah, the, the problem was they were getting blown out by like thirty, and yeah. and, and that's and that's really what if they weren't getting blown out, it probably wouldn't be a big deal. 
but you know a lot of people look at it like you should they think these athletes should be depressed when they lose like it should rock their world and i mean if you're a competitive athlete losing is part of the game and sometimes you just you lose and you lose i mean that's all there is to it and i mean and if he's checking on it really checking on his sick daughter good for him you know, because yeah. I mean, there's more to life than just yeah. you know basketball. I feel like it had to be somewhat relevant because they said they handled it internally and well, it it was find him quote unquote. It was all a perception thing. Yeah. You know, you just didn't want you know the the, the fans to to yeah. think that they were slacking and all that. Yeah. First off, what are they second in the in the league? Yeah. Oh, dude, I mean, that's locked down. I yeah. mean, let's let's just wait till they play the Raptors to see who goes to the finals because the East is weak. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible and out there. And then, and then you know, if he now if he's doing it in Game Seven of the Finals, you got to you got to gripe. But I mean, more than likely, this was a regular season game, wasn't it? No, it was a it was Game One of the playoffs. But oh, and they're getting blown out in the playoffs. Yeah. That's probably more what what yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't. But again, it wasn't a close one. He probably got in trouble because Embiid was looking on it. Well, I think he got Doris Burke put him on blast like on the telecast. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like and that then re- help. and then they replayed yeah, I know. it. It's <laughs> like I don't like this. This is not okay. And yeah, yeah it's so. not a big deal until the camera catches you picking yeah. your nose and, and eating it. That's what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. He got caught, and the sportscaster called him out. The other, for y'all, y'all don't know, Justin used to sit courtside. Uh, used to work for the Thunder, didn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah. I worked there sit, for sit courtside. You ran uh, the signs. Yeah, the the little courtside signs. Yeah, yeah, that changed the so, advertisements. You had some dope pictures, yeah, that's for sure. So, question: Best NBA trash talker? Oh man, because I heard Kevin Garnett's pretty good. I, I was gonna say I, I've I always heard Kevin Garnett was good. I heard uh, Kobe was pretty Tim good. Duncan will just like destroy your life. Like really? he makes you contemplate basketball. That's what I heard. Yeah, and, and uh, like from a trash talk standpoint, like I mean, the, like players historically say, like he would. The things he would say would like mess with your head, yeah. like make you contemplate. Why am I? Why am I playing right now? Yeah, because they said he would critique you from a because he he was Mister Technical, like yeah. he was so fundamentally sound that he would critique you yeah. and it would make you think about it as you were playing. Like, hey man, you're rotating your foot too much on that shot or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and people would be thinking about it. Like, so uh, I was watching a doc. I don't know. Uh, Zach Randolph was always just loud. You know, he he'd come after you personal. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, him him and, and Perkins, I don't know if, how much public knowledge there was, but him and Perkins got into a little scuffle back in the uh, tunnel when they both got ejected one year. Oh, really? Yeah. Something Zach Randolph had said about Perkins' mom. So then they ran back. and Perkins was soft. Oklahoma City Perkins was soft. We definitely didn't get Boston Perkins. No. I thought we were getting the thug from Boston when he came here, and he, he ended up being soft. And fouling out weak weak sauce every time. Yeah, but so I don't know. Heard Larry Bird was pretty good trash talking. Yeah, but anyway, that's that's beside the point. So what what would you say from a from like a fan standpoint would be like something that's misconstrued about the NBA? Does that make sense? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a few things. One, because I don't know, you know, a lot of people don't get to sit courtside, but those dudes are huge. Yeah. Like, even the small guys are enormous. Yeah. That was one thing that 
took me by surprise when I started working there. Well, like like Westbrook's what six five? Yeah, that's that's me. That's how big I am. Yeah, I'm six five. So like you know, and even and he's small. On the I court. guys you think are small. Like I always thought Chris Paul was pretty small, but he's like you know six one, six two, or something yeah. like that. Well, Norris Cole. Yeah, Norris Cole six one, six two so range, and he's those tiny just, on the court. Yeah. Well, and then they're just. I don't know what they feed those dudes or what kind of workout they got them on, but they are just all jacked once they're in the league for a couple yeah. of years. Well, and, and, and for example, Norris, uh, my dad, uh, when they played San Antonio in the finals and they beat San Antonio in the finals and the controversial one, uh, my dad actually wanted to take uh, – during one of the off days, because they basically flew into San Antonio, and then they were there for an entire day. Uh, after, so they flew in the night after Game Two, I think, and they were in town for an entire day before they had to play again. So, oh yeah, they kind of got the day to themselves. So my dad was like, "Hey, you know, if Norris wants to, you know, I'd like to take you guys to go eat. Uh, there's a place in Austin called Salt Lick, which is like world-renowned barbecue, and it's all you can eat and all that." And he kind of mentioned it to uh, Norris's parents, and she said, uh, "Yeah, they don't, they don't do half of them have chefs that come with them. Like they don't, <laughs> yeah. they don't do anything outside yeah, of that. You know, so yeah, they're they're real strict as far as their diet. He has a personal chef uh, and a personal trainer that yeah. that essentially that's they do whatever they tell them to. So yeah. the other thing uh, that kind of I always thought was, um, you know." at least in my experiences over the years, a lot of those guys, man, they're, 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 they're friendly. Like they're, you know, they, it always looks like, you know, they're, they're competing on the floor, but they're always, you know, really friendly with each other, with each other and with people, you know, I know like out in the, probably when they're out eating and stuff, they don't want to be bothered, but a lot of those dudes would come in and, you know, talk to everyone and not really. Yeah. I always calculated like, you know, Russ was always there. Three and a half hours, three hours before yeah. shooting um, by himself, he'd always talk to everyone and ask how things were going. Oh, that's cool. So, so pretty personal, dude. Yeah. You get him on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, but make it happen. The funniest thing that ever happened to me was uh, Mo Cheeks, Maurice Cheeks, uh-huh. uh, Hall of Famer. Now that I know this, but uh, when I started working there, you know, he uh, he came up to me one day and was like, uh, "So what do you do? Just change these signs?" And I was like, "Yeah, what do you do? Just..." assistant coach and he laughed and uh, after that you know we talked a lot um but yeah i had no clue who he was because i didn't really? watch nba you know back when i was younger so i had no clue who i was talking to wow <laughs> it's kind of awkward and he is in the hall of fame isn't he yeah i just didn't i i didn't really pay attention to basketball until i got to college and then yeah i you know funny enough i applied for that job as a joke i used to think it was funny too apply for jobs that I was highly unqualified for. And you can you got it? And the, yeah, they called me like 30 minutes after I applied <laughs> and they were like, "Can you do a Skype interview?" and I was like, "Hey, you realize I'm a sophomore in college and I don't have a degree and I'm highly unqualified." And they were like, "Oh, we got someone on a plane to Oklahoma City right now, so we'll train you tomorrow." To to push a button. Yeah. Well, I mean it was a little more I know than there's that, a little more to it, but Yeah. It I mean was, it's it's not like rocket science. Yeah. I mean, what was Yeah, what was terrifying is I got like a the kid, like, he literally just had a layover, so I got, like, a two-hour crash course, and then the next day I had to do my first game. So it was man. terrifying. I, I, I think I think it's safe to say, man, that people don't really pay attention to the schematics of the the thing. Point being yeah, is, no. 
as long as it changes every now and then, people think yeah. it's, it's doing what it's supposed to. So the the only I mean, most of the time people wouldn't if if I slipped up, most people wouldn't notice. Like the NBA has people that watch when it's like a nationally televised game, uh-huh. and they'll call like they will blow up your phone if something's wrong. I was about to say they probably sell people on those analytics and statistics of how long yeah. their image yeah. is up and you know inside you that get, arena. You ever get called out by shot. the NBA? Yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah. yeah, not I mean not intentionally, but like you know because it varied from game to game depending on whether it was like a TNT game or an ESPN game, and so sometimes it would just be a little bit different, uh-huh. like graphic and. Um, or like a special day graphic, and you know you miss it or something. Or speaking of speaking of getting in trouble with the NBA, and this you might go into this or you might not. Uh, I seem to remember there was like a story about a remote control <laughs> that somebody had made for a player. I don't. You remember that? Well, it was Logan, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. He made like a yeah, custom Logan. remote for uh, with Katie's logo on. Yeah, he made a custom remote <laughs> <laughs> with Kevin Durant's logo. Yeah. Xbox remote, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and was there some controversy? He copyright? That? Did he get copyrighted on? That? Well, I can't. I thought he was asking you to try to get it to him, right? He like wanted me to try. Yeah, it's like, it like a gift. Like, no, okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember yeah. if you had tried, and they were like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Or no, something like no, that. no, no. I yeah, we yeah. have. I mean, like, it was a core cool remote before, control. Before yeah, before doors open, it wasn't like a huge deal, but like yeah. they tell you not to like not to approach him, approach him and stuff. I think one time in my seven years there, I got like a T-shirt signed, and it was for like a charity event for some kid. Um, yeah, I mean, they're cool dudes, but yeah, there's a lot of rules. It was, yeah, there's a laundry list of rules being an employee. It was, it was crazy. And you actually work for the thunder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean my but, first, and I, I say that because a lot of people don't realize like Chesapeake arena, the arena that they, yeah. is a whole nother entity. Yeah. There's like three entities that yeah. all function so, to, to run an NBA game. But yeah. I, originally I was working for a, a marketing company out of New York and then, uh, a couple of years into it, the Thunder bought out the contract, uh, essentially, so they could have more control and, and make some improvements and stuff right. like that, which which they did, and it was awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's like Chesapeake, and then there's SMG, which supplies the workers, and then there's Chesapeake yeah. Arena. Yeah, I used to pick up and deliver money from it, SMG. Yeah, the police have a pretty large. Yeah, they do. Sec- I think they do security. They do all the alcohol, all the food is run through them. Yeah, it's like all the all the all the retired or almost retired police officers. Yeah. it's like the same six a lo- every. Game. A lot of guys just hope they make it to the finals. I don't know if he still does it, but Kelly Ogle used to buy them all like custom Nike shoes. Yeah, he still well. Yeah. When I was there, he still did that. Yeah. It's been a few. And years, I mean, they, like, I mean, and these aren't like shoes you can buy. No, these are like they were awesome. one-offs. I mean, you could probably sell them for a couple grand, but They're not like the one Zion's ripping no. through. No. <laughs> But they, they always looked really awkward with the police. Oh, they were hideous. But, they were hideous with the uniform. But it was but, always cool. Yeah, but if you collected shoes, yeah. man, they're worth some money for sure. Yeah. yeah. What do you a, buy them for? Just for the cops. Yeah. I just mean, the, to, wear, to wear during I'm, the finals. I'm telling you, it's like the same seven cops that work yeah. on the floor yeah. with uh, the players and escort the referees. Yeah. And they're not street. It's cops. all very. <laughs> yeah, it's all very calculated about you yeah. know how to get the refs in and yeah and whatnot and yeah the the year we made it to the finals. Um, I think we, who did we lose to in the finals? Miami. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Game they, two. Yeah, Kevin they were like Durant these vibrant. Fouled. There were these vibrant blue and orange shoes that all the cops were wearing yeah. around inside. But it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it looked bad. But anyway. Yeah, that's a that's a big. Because uh, like I said, we used to, you know, Norris played for Miami, uh, yeah. and so I got to go to one. I got to go to game two of the finals, and I was sitting about eight rows up when Durant got fouled on the baseline blatantly got fouled on the baseline 
Yeah. And the ref swallowed, ref swallowed his whistle. And uh, afterwards, man, it's one of those things where, like, you can't. Because, like, at Ranger games and, and, and then you, obviously the, like, the uh, the Dodgers here, the minor league team, you can kind of just hang around. If you're willing yeah. to hang around in the at the beginning or at the end of a game and just kind of just kind of sit there and wait yeah like you could kind of maybe make a chance to get a chance at like hanging, yeah. seeing someone or talking to someone there i mean it was like not at all no. like they i mean they they were chase this poor old lady was chasing people <laughs> off these you know people yeah. were trying to sit if around. you're like a season ticket member you can like yeah arrange to get in early but yeah they would they would pretty well push everyone out but yeah so quick. we would with our tickets with our tickets we would get a sticker yeah, that was uh, family pass. Yeah, and, and yeah. so you have to actually have the sticker on, and they've got to go sign it. Uh, and some some of Mario Chalmers' people came down to watch him and didn't get the sticker. Yeah. And fortunately for them, Chalmers was coming up is about the time this lady was. They used was, to not have those stickers. I think those were, like, initiated because Kendrick Perkins had, like, 50 people yeah. all the time. Yeah. And so, anyway, Chalm, luckily Chalmers came out and basically said, hey, they're with me. And so she's yeah. like, she goes, all right, you need to. You know, yeah. tell me who's with him, and he, she was signing the stickers and sticking them on, even though he's standing right there. Well, you know, and, and, and those to 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 be fair, those people had like crazy rules too. Like, one, I know one guy, like Kevin Durant, had called someone over, and he was like, "Okay," and let him on the court, and then he got fired for that. Like, they're kind of crazy about that yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, it doesn't make yeah, sense. I, I, whenever I worked downtown for a screen printer, the guy that worked with me would usher also. Yeah. Like let, and I mean, he was an usher onto the floor. Yeah. And there was family members that would try to bring in friends and buddies and mm -hmm. stuff. And he, he, like he said, people almost fought him before because yeah. he would be like, they can't come on here. They can't come that on here. That was probably yeah. the Perkins clan, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, mean, I can't remember. It was like circa, like, Perkins. I don't know, 2009, no, 2010, maybe. Perkins was a good family, like. They're they're really friendly people, but they did historically like brawl. Yeah. They got in a huge brawl one time. Yeah. Someone uh, knocked over Perkins' son, and it was yeah. a well. He claimed that one one time a uh, a brother of a player tried to bring a uh, special lady of the evening around, oh, <laughs> get her onto the court, and she was dressed <laughs> as such. Like, and he's like, bro. no, there's there no way she's getting down here. Some yeah. of those girls that those players brought in definitely looked like ladies of the night. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not we uh, we wanted to take a picture with Norris uh, on the court. So, you know, take the yeah. picture with him, you know, with the court in the background. And she got she got upset and was like, you know, y'all need to hurry, you know. So I now feel bad for it because, I mean, I mean, you're an usher, not not taken yeah. away from their job, but you're not the NBA player. And you got an NBA player, you know, that's saying, hey, come down here and take a picture with me. Yeah. What are you going to say? Like, no, you can't <laughs> do that. You know, I mean, that's a, that. those are the worst positions when you yeah. when you're when you're paid to enforce a rule. But you have no authority really to enforce yeah. it. Yeah. I hate those jobs. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. You know, we we try and, and talk about it at work. And now, where it's like you need to be a leader and you need to you know do this. It's like, listen, man, you can say that because you have the title behind your your name. Like yeah. you can ask people to do things. I ask someone to do something, and I don't have that title. They're like, whatever, yeah. you know. And so, anyway. I know Corey's probably itching to talk about Star Wars. Man, so we, we, we can talk about it because I actually saw it. Being the special guy I am, I saw it like 10 seconds before it got released to the entire internet because yeah. my buddy was there at the uh, celebration. Um, he also gave me the announcement for the Falcon Winter Soldier thing before it came out. But he live-streamed it, which I'm surprised Facebook didn't figure that out and shut it down. 
But um, they do UFC fights like that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, I think it's just gonna. Here's what I think happened. So they JJ Abrams did the first one, turned the reins over for the next one. Yeah. And it was an SGW an SJW fest. It was a horrible, horrible movie. They nerfed all the characters that were cool in the first one. And admittedly, the first one was fan service. Uh, the Force Awakens was fan yeah. service. Uh, the Last Jedi was just trash because uh, they tried to do something totally new, but without using kind of the old tropes. So now J.J. Abrams is back at the helm, and all of a sudden, like just from that trailer alone, it's like they're going to be doing fan service all over again. They're bringing back Palpatine is kind of what they hinted at, which dude got electrocuted and thrown down a, a pit. So how they're bringing him back, I'm kind of interested to see. Maybe he's a Force ghost or something. What movie is this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to be honest. Like the last one dude, I saw was Rise, like 2002. What is it? Rise of the Skywalkers? <laughs> Something like that? Or, Rise, or the Rise of Skywalker? Star Trek? No. Shut up, dude. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, but anyway, which I think that this, title that title is horrendous. This is on my list of movies I, I just have not seen. Yeah. No. The title the title's horrendous, but it just it seems like total fan service. And Ray's going to be a Mary Sue all over again. She's going to be overpowered. She's going to be way too cool. Like the opening scene is her running on foot away from a TIE fighter. That's like chasing her. And it's like a female superhero. You know, yeah. And that's the thing. This is supposed to, like, we're talking about Star Wars, right? Yes, yeah, Star to make Wars. Sure. Okay. And like, you're looking at, in all reality, you're looking at a time in the future where we can travel through space, right? And create something as big as the Death Star. Yet you have those big walkie things taken down by an Ewok, basically tying something around its ankles. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. Like, even, even, I mean, I don't know. I'm not the I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan by any means, but I yeah. I have enjoyed the series up until Episode One, Two, and Three. It's kind of where I fell out, and then Seven was pretty good. Uh, Rogue One was phenomenal. Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie I think ever. Uh, people are going to say Empire Strike back, Strikes Back, but I think Rogue One is probably the best standalone I, for honest, sure. I need to sit down and watch them. I yeah, just, yeah, they, you are definitely uh, fell into yeah, Jeff's eight, shoes in that round. Eight, eight is trash. Jeff's eight is hot trash. I thought Solo was hot trash. Sorry, Jeff. Never and uh, I'm, I don't have high expectations for nine. I well, don't, I'm not. I'm not excited about it. Is what I'm saying. Okay, so I'm with you that the one that that came out where the chick and the and the black dude and then Luke Skywalker at the very end of it that's the force or that's the uh the last jedi okay the last jedi yeah. i didn't see any star wars in their entirety until 2 weeks before that movie was released <laughs> dude you know what i mean how yeah Huh? How? I've seen bits and pieces. Well, of I don't it. have the like forty-seven hours to dedicate yeah, well, to watching but that's the, the first Star time, Wars movies. Like that's the thing is like I've seen bits and bits and pieces of it. Like I yeah. saw you know Luke get his at, at one point. He, you know, it's almost as if I saw the movie because you know all the parts I recognized, but I never saw it. Just, it's almost like I saw it, but I never saw it. Well, but I never sat down. And watched you get the it concept from start the to bottom. Yes. Preview. But my parents watched it, so I would see bits and pieces of it. And I would yeah. see Luke get his, his hand cut off, and I would see Obi-Wan, you know, later, you know, Obi-Wan get, you know, put his saber down and, and get chopped or whatever. And then, Luke, I'm your father. And is then Yoda, Yoda still alive? This that's, is the most, that's this all is, I want to know. This is the most trash cliff notes you'll ever get on Star um, that's Wars. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> like, I was seeing it in bits and pieces. Well, I finally said, okay. And I never saw the, the ones with Anakin uh in Jar Jar Binks and Samuel L. Jackson. You're not missing much. Yeah, so so anyway, I watched I watched them in the years they in, not in chronological order, but in the year they came out. Yeah, that's the order I watched them in. 
and then I went and watched the new one. It's all right. My son likes them, so that's really the biggest reason I kind of, I kind of dig them. But yeah, I just never got into them, man. But I tell you this: I do go around to the nerds at work, and I will constantly like uh, what's what's Han Solo's uh, plane. Or, the uh, Millennium ship. Falcon. The Millennial Falcon. They'll have Millennial Falcons. <laughs> Millennium, <laughs> not Millennial. Millennium. Whatever. Anyway, I'll walk <laughs> up and I'll be like, oh, is that the Enterprise? And do oh. these nerds get all uh, spun yeah. up, man? You can't, you can't I do enjoy it. Uh... Anyway. Yeah. But, but speaking of that, yeah. <laughs> that video I shared with you guys the other day about Leroy Gaggins. Oh, that was amazing. Leroy Jenkins. Not Gaggins. It is the greatest video I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Way to bring up a meme from like 99. Don't care, man. That is timeless. Was that like like World of Warcraft? Yeah, it was was 0304 because it came out whenever I was in the army. And it actually might have been 05. And it was just like, I, I never played World of Warcraft, but there was yeah. like some dude that's obviously like a trash player on their team. So they're having this huddle before they go into like this shrine to fight a bunch of dragons. Like and, I was so serious. And they're like giving yeah. stuff to Leroy to help him out because he's a trash <laughs> player. And then they're just talking and, and I'm, I'm 99% sure. I think they even came out and said the whole thing was fake and just like set up. But then that's great acting. Man. No, it, it's phenomenal. It is wonderful. But uh, they, they're going this kid. Kids going through a speech, all right, like, you're going to use this power. I'm going to use this power. Yeah, it's a battle and then, plan. And then Leroy just gets tired of it and just runs <laughs> in and says, Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. And, the top of his <laughs> and then everybody gets immediately slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> that was, they have it's this. Th- and it's still funny. And it's been memed a million times oh, over man. for any time somebody r- runs off into something stupid. Like, there was one for cops where this guy is walking down. <laughs> he's walking down the street shooting. And this cop is just, like, slowly driving behind him, like, on the radio. Like, he's shooting. He's shooting. And then you hear, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> and this other cop car just flies around him and just hits the dude with his car. <laughs> and it's hilarious. But oh, it is so good. It is so it, good. It's, he goes, it's one of the greatest. Because it, it is. It is a bunch of nerds, and they're like, we're going to hit them with the, uh, with the uh, whatever scream, and then you're going to come in. We're going to need our sages to bring divine power upon us. And they have this huge plan. And then. Even if it was acting, it was phenomenal. And then he, it was yeah. like, and it he was goes, phenomenal. he goes, the best part, he goes, you know, they asked for the odds of winning. And the guy's like, we have a 32.33, repeating three, of course. Re- repeating, of course. <laughs> repeating, of course. Chance. And he goes, well, that's better than we usually have. And he's like, time's up. Let's do this. <laughs> Leroy. <laughs> and he goes in, man. And then the fun, the best part is. Is after he goes in, they're like, "Oh, he just went in," and then they realize he was screwing up their plan, and so they all just get in and get slaughtered and talking <laughs> trash about the guy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a great meme, man. I feel. I mean, <sighs> I, I know it's old, man, but I laughed at it. Yeah, for oh, I, a long I haven't. Jo- Josh was pumped. Seen it Josh was pumped out. about it, like he had just seen it for the first time. Yeah. He was super excited about it. Well, my well, thing geez, is, it's is probably too, been well. You said like it was probably it's, four, four, it was it's like 14, fourteen years, at least fourteen years yeah. old. Well, my buddy Tom actually re, he shared it not too long ago. Uh, he well, he shared it the day I look. I watched is when he shared it, and I'm yeah, like, dude, it's this coming is, back around. This makes me want to play World of Warcraft and just going. I don't know how it works, but you gotta imagine that there are dudes and they're just. I mean, they're there just to mess with these people, so. I played. Uh, I started playing PUBG Mobile. Oh, I love PUBG. That's what I do now at night. I just yeah, I tear people up at PUBG Mobile. I carry and my. And I team tell my kids at times. school that they're trash. Yeah. Oh, I talk. I talk trash to people on my own team. Yeah. Because we, you know, there, there's times at the night when it slows down and we're parked car to car, so we'll fire it up. Half the time we yeah. don't make it through the game because we'll get a call, but when we do, 
Yeah, I'm. I'm Dude, I just, I, I just like hitting those little. Like I was on one where everyone was talking and they kept going. Number four, turn on your microphone. Number four, turn on your microphone. I just kept going. Help! Help! (laughs) (laughs) And I just kept, I just kept scrolling through the list, and they're like, "Are you just saying things to say them?" And I'm like, "Enemies ahead!" I like doing the enemies ahead. Anyway, I like messing yeah. with it. No, it's a it's good game. fun though. I get the chicken dinner every now and then. Yeah, yeah. it's actually a really yeah. good port. I've been playing solo because I got mad the other night playing on teams and just getting absolutely annihilated. I had just horrible. Yeah, I just I don't have the time to play like a twenty minute round, so no. I'll, I'll I'll hop in the arcade. The arcade little eight minute round. rounds. It doesn't give you anything for points or anything like that, but no. it's fun. Well, my thing is, is like, dude, like I'm sitting there crawling around, and I got people just running around shooting around. <laughs> I'm like, bro revive me at least yeah. and they just no anyway. no there's no there's no love in that game yeah anyway it's pretty funny have, have your kids ever locked your phone I, I don't ipad my kids i don't, don't i don't my let my kids man. touch my phone yeah. my wife does and she ends up with all types of, she's like i don't understand why it runs so slow it's like because you got miss dollhouse cupcake maker yeah. on there yeah and 500 Dude. versions well of you it. know like it on the you guys do you have iphones you guys are both android guys no, i would never touch are you an iPhone. android guy too yeah man yeah well so I'm the iPhone, cheap. if you don't know, if you try and unlock the iPhone too many times, it like locks for five minutes and ten minutes. Yeah. Well, the, I've done it to my friends. I on saw purpose. It, I saw it on uh, on Twitter the other day. This this guy's uh, kid was playing on his iPad and locked it for essentially forty eight years worth of time. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's like a hack to get around it, but yeah, it was like twenty five million minutes. Just kept trying. Over yeah, and just over kept and trying over. Dude, and over. Come on, Apple. Yeah. Apple's trash, man. Yeah, Apple's got Dude, it. Dude, here's what's hilarious. Uh, there's a. There's I switched a, to Android, but my my. Well, there's you a, know, it, it, there's that complication, and it's probably iPhone's fault. But no, everything's iPhone. Like fault. I can't. I don't get text messages when I switched. That's ev- listen. Everybody that has an iPhone has trouble getting text it's messages. It's like you're from stuck in iPhone. Every forever. other every other provider or carrier or dis- like type of phone, no problem. It's only yeah. it's only with iPhones. But here, here's the thing. A buddy of mine posted up yesterday talking about cameras or stuff, like what takes the best video and stuff like that. And the guy posts, like, uh, what's the newest iPhone, the XS? It's like yeah, the XS, XS and the XR. He posts that up, and he's like, look, look at the specs. And then he compares it to the S9, like last year's model. And then it's like last year's model is just like a tick behind your brand new model, dude. And here's the thing. Apple uses Samsung technology to keep up. Yeah. Like those are yeah. Samsung screens. Well, yeah, and I was going to say, like you're not it doing, took them forever to get the rights yeah, to that. Yeah, and it's like, you're not doing anything special. Your your screen is always going to be one to two Wasn't that the big lawsuit? Was, was that the big lawsuit? Where, Samsung uh, copied their design. Samsung, yeah, and then they it. paid them in like pennies. Was that that? Yeah, I can't remember. But, I mean, <laughs> That's my I, favorite thing, by the way, when people pay things in pennies. <laughs> yeah, which is a stupid lawsuit to begin with, because once you go touch screen, it's just going to be a screen that you touch. How can yeah. you change that up? So Samsung was just the first yeah. one, and then after that, so it, there like hasn't been Gorilla Glass or whatever. Yeah, everybody uses Gorilla Which Glass. They're now, still. Though. I mean, you drop this thing in it, it. Yeah, it'll break. No, Apple's trash. We need to go back to the Nokia's. Well, see, yeah. Apple. Here's the thing about Apple is Apple. I mean, when Steve Jobs was there, it was actually kind of moving. You know, it. I mean, it revolutionized music. Yeah, it killed CDs. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, and and, and so yeah, Napster did it first. <laughs> Napster. Oh, <laughs> no, you still burn it on so many viruses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you burn it onto a no, CD. I the uh, what was it? it was the the iPod man. Yeah, it was yeah the iPod. The iPod. And that's you and know, all the that's and that's the thing. Apple, you know, Apple fired Steve Jobs, and he went to what Pixar. Uh, and then their their stock price dropped. That's another movie I haven't seen. <laughs> Steve Jobs movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard of which one. 
well, the, the new one. one. Yeah, the Ashton Both Kutcher of them one. have got terrible reviews. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just propaganda as always. Anyway, but the point being is, is then they bring him back, and, and he essentially saved Apple, you know, with the iPod. I mean, revolutionized music as we know today. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then, like I said, the, the cell, I mean, he, he kind of revolutionized the cell phone as well. Uh, yeah. And then, then he died. Yeah, I mean, and, the, uh, the, I don't know how much more we can do with phones. I mean, what? Who is it that had the, well, the fold, new folding? folding yeah, Samsung smartphone. But there's like there's two or three different companies doing it. But my my whole thing is anything that operates on a hinge wears. Yeah. So it's like back to the BlackBerry. Yeah, it's like what are you gonna do? Like how many times can you open and close it before yeah. like you get a crack or like dead pixels running down the middle? I don't know. If I don't know enough about flexible displays. Stepping back just a little bit, since I said BlackBerry, Sam Presti still uses a BlackBerry. Blackberry, I, I, Blackberry is is you know what Blackberry is is a they are a uh, a phone that is encrypted. Oh, uh, so so, so hackers cannot get yeah, into your yeah. Blackberry phone. I liked my Blackberry back. Blackberry is making a comeback. Mark my I words. Would. I'm telling you right now. I own stock in Blackberry right now. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, and I'm not joking. With all this hacking of phones and all that, Blackberry is is making a comeback. Next three or four years, BlackBerry's going to be back on the market. Yeah, I'll have to do some more research yeah, on that because they seem pretty dead. What? I'm telling you, outside of business use, it's kind of like those Nokia's that I are mean, super durable that no, people, everybody carries around. It's the encrypted the part. The push to talk ones. It's the encrypted part. You cannot. Oh, yeah. You yeah. cannot hack a BlackBerry. And, and like you said, as far as technology with the touchscreens and all that, I mean, it's not going to yeah. advance you know much further after that. So BlackBerry's going to be able to get into that game cheap. And as long as you're encrypted, I mean, it's just it's going to be the one. Yeah, I think I think the only thing you're going to see change in cell phones, aka buy stock at your own risk. I'm not a. I think you're going to see yes. holder. Yeah, I'm going to go buy stock. Tonight. I think you're going to see uh, a lot more power and technology being packed into it. You're not. I mean, not so much as far as like, you know, it being touchscreen or anything new as far as like the display goes. But with mobile gaming being what it is and and growing, you're going to see more technology packed into it to support that. Yeah, and and I I I mean I think you'll be able, I think one day what you'll be able to do is play your mobile games on your TV. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be your it's gotta be close. It's gonna be a universal remote. Yeah. That's what it's gonna be. But the Switch does you know similar, well, and, and that might be what they do. Like if you wanted to charge your phone, you plug it in, it docks to your TV, yeah. and then your TV becomes the console, and you you ha still have a remote because yeah. Yeah. honestly the the downfall of the the cell phone is it's a terrible remote for like analog controls. Because PUBG, you know, every once in a while oh, you slip up onto yeah. the fire button and you shoot yeah. like you're trying to be sneaky and you rattle yeah. off 50 rounds Tell into a tree. Where you're at. Yeah. yeah. And Dude, it, I'm it, always I'm always standing over like a box with like where you can choose what you want to pick yeah. out of that box and someone's just lighting me up and I'm like trying to get to the fire button. Like, yeah. yeah. And, so. and so I think I usually yeah I think you're gonna start seeing maybe like game focused. Yeah, but those aren't advancements because I can well, they, play Netflix on my phone well, they, on the TV. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a computer. A computer's been a computer since '95. The only thing that's gotten better is the technology inside the computer. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's what I think. That, I think that's what, what's going to happen here. It's not going to be like a hologram or like a wrist thing that you no. touch the air like but, you see in the division. But, but from but, now on, you're not your phone's not going to get hacked because it's going to be BlackBerry. That that's where and that's kind of where the genius is. Is they've been working on the encryption part of it, uh, and kind of. I'm just telling as long you. as Facebook can no longer listen to me, because when those ads, Dude, I'm like thinking about something so and creepy. ads pop up. Yeah, I had a customer Man. come in one day and he was he was needing patches made, so I recommended them to my buddy. And my buddy's company is called MoGuns, and I said, "Have you ever heard of MoGuns?" And he said, "No, I've never heard of them." Dude, the guy was driving home takes a screenshot of his phone and sends it to me. He gets a MoGuns ad on his way home, dude. Mm -hmm. Within ten minutes, it's, it's nuts. The, yeah, they're listening to us right now. Well, yep. Yeah, 
Self What's up, CIA yeah. and Facebook and <laughs> NSA? CIA yeah. and CNSA. They're about to kick in the door. Tell us yeah. to quit talking about jobs. Yeah. What do you? Uh, I'll go pop culture Nipsey Hustle. What do y'all? He's dead. I didn't Any, know who uh, he was before, and I don't care who he is after. I, 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 heard <laughs> I, I, I had no clue. Is he more who he degenerate? Was. Is he another I mean, degenerate rapper that got smoked? Well, actually, no, actually, no, he, he's not. He's yeah. actually more of a. Um, he was doing a lot for the community. Yeah, he's an entrepreneur. In, uh, in, in and around L.A. So when you say he's doing a lot for the community, I've seen drug dealers shot dead in the street, and people said he did a lot for the community. Like, no, what no, no. was he doing he, for the community? He was he, he bought the, he, he was he, he had a store called Marathon Clothing. Okay. Uh, that yeah. was his brand. He was buying real estate in his community okay. and then creating businesses and then employing the community. And, and he's a businesses. rapper? He was, he was, uh, he was up and coming. Yeah, rapper. he was an up and coming rapper. But he was using that money instead of instead of moving out and whatever. He was staying in the community and and then putting the money yeah. back in. Gotcha. The Funding, you know. I mean, so it, he's not six nine or whatever. No, 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 no. Supposedly six. putting money into schools and, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, like you said, improving the community. Yeah, um, and, and so. But he was also producing a documentary about. Yeah, that's and that's where this gets a little dicey. Yeah, it gets a little crazy. Pharmaceuticals. He was uh, he was producing a documentary about a, a doctor and I don't know the name but um, supposedly that had the cure for AIDS back in the eighties yeah. and cancer is late eighties and cancer and uh, so essentially yeah and and there are a lot of apparent supposedly there is a protein that apparently our body produces cancer cells all the time on a daily basis. And our body produces a protein that attacks those cancer cells and kills them. Yeah. Uh, and so doctors realized this. So doctors had a very common sense approach that essentially said, hey, why don't we pump a cancer patient's body full of these proteins and let the the cancer go? Yeah. Uh, or let them go attack the cancer. And apparently they were very successful in it. Uh, but the issue is, is there's big money in cancer research and cancer pharmaceuticals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the point being, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're getting back to the pharmaceutical yeah. companies not being able to. They'd rather treat a disease than cure it because treating it makes more money. Yeah, and so my, well, and, uh, and my my my, the, my argument against those conspiracy theories is always. There's, there has to be at least like one rogue doctor that's going to step out. And there are, up. and they all die. Yeah, that's no. the thing. Go look at the, no. Go look at well, whistleblowers and, and the pharmaceutical. Gets, well, I know that there, I know that there's people that have tried, and of course we have the FDA, which is trash that you have to go through for years. That's the reason why I had to go to yeah. Canada for my eye surgery is because and, and they won't approve well, the equipment they have in Canada here. I'll go. I'll go complete. I'll, I'll go a little different because I got a buddy back in California that does the cryotherapy um, and does a lot with stem cell. And so, you know, a hospital doing an ACL surgery can bill up to $220,000. Right. Um, he worked with a college wrestler who had, had tore his ACL and cracked his kneecap doing stem cells and cryotherapy. Essentially, his treatment was about $4,000 over yeah. six months. Mm-hmm. 100% recovery <laughs> and, yeah, and, and no surgery. And, so, and the stem cell. But yeah. it does not. Insurance will not cover it. Yeah, at and all. That, that's a big mm-hmm. thing. And Bush is the one who signed that over. Mel Gibson took his dad down to Brazil because Bra- there's a doctor in Brazil who actually left here. The stem cells are not aborted babies. Um, and, in fact, most of the, the best stem cells actually come from the placenta of a woman. 
uh, after a child is born. So what they do is they essentially go in Brazil, they go pay these women uh, $500 to $1,000 for their placenta after they have a kid and they remove it there. Uh, and then it's they're nasty. injecting it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, well, it if you've ever seen one, it's isn't disgusting. there cultures <laughs> where they like cook them up or something? No, yeah. dude. People in America. One yeah. of my wife's friends had grind a they, they they like freeze dry it, grind them up, and put them in pills. Yeah. Oh. But but the point is, is but you can still do that. You can still take the stem cells from it, and that's what they're using. And and then the, and essentially, you're letting the body repair itself, and you're doing it. I mean, yeah. it's natural. Yeah. Honestly, man, that should be like a good discount on your medical bill. Just be like, hey, can we keep your placenta? Be like. Well, and, that, and that's essentially what they're doing. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They, 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 some of them. It's like uh, selling a used car. Dude, <laughs> How much if, are we give me off of this? If you, if you have time, go listen to Joe Rogan's podcast when he has Mel Gibson on. And, yeah. and they, they explain it. And then listen right after. a pothead explain it. <laughs> no, I, no this, and then, but right after, I think they actually have one of the doctors that yeah. Mel was talking about on. Yeah. And yeah. he kind of explains it. And it's, I mean, it's. It's, I, it's interesting. Yeah. And big, you know, you never know what's going dude, on. Dude, Big Pharma is the, was the oil companies. But. Yeah. Uh, of today. But did you see, it, well, I brought this up because today the, 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 they arrested supposedly the shooter, but he claims that the government gave him $75,000 to, to kill this dude. For, oh. To kill Nipsey Hussle, to, yeah, to, to kill, quit this documentary. To, to kill the documentary. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, there's got to be a so, way to trace the money, whether or yeah. not that transaction actually occurred. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what transpires. Which but. this dude's lucky. Because typically that dude ends up dead. Yeah. The, the, what happens is the government shoots that dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, let's uh, see. It'll be like, uh, who, who's the dude that shot uh, Oswald? I don't it know. was Oswald. He no, shot no, no, I get that. But somebody <laughs> shot him while they were transporting him oh. to keep his mouth shut because he was supposedly yeah. a patsy. Yeah. And that, Something uh, Barry or I can't well, remember his name. You, you know Seth Rich, right? No. no. Seth Rich was the, the guy, you know, Julian Assange, right? Julian Assange is... Got so, yeah, they sold him out. <laughs> he's being extradited. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing, by the way. That's but that's behind the scenes. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, uh, Hillary's emails came from the DNC server, mm-hmm. uh, and we're giving Assange uh, the DNC worker was Seth Rich. Seth Rich was shot twice in the back by gang members, but his he was robbed. <laughs> he committed suicide. He, <laughs> he was he was robbed, but his, no, there there was one guy connected to the to the Clintons that shot himself in the back of the head twice. Yeah. And they ruled well, it a suicide. Well this guy was robbed. He was he, he they he it was a robbery, but he had his two thousand dollar watch and all his credit cards and cash yeah. in his oh, yeah. Anyway, two MS thirteen members uh oh. down the road uh were found in a van too, you know, and so they anyway. Who knows? Um, interesting kind of kind of crazy did you look at the 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 thing about trump i sent you at all which one the one oh on Facebook? time traveler yeah that's dude i'm i'm a big conspiracy theorist that's a I'm, bit far-fetched yeah i'm not gonna step into that realm of conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> the flat earth and, and the time travel stuff now i do think nikola tesla i do was think he, uh, you think he knew stuff that he was i think he was murdered by uh by thomas edison I think he, he was... Well, I mean, his career was murdered by Edison. Well, well, Edison stole all his stuff. He was murdering Edison's career. and uh, Well, he wanted to make electricity free. Yeah, and he had the means to do so. That's the yeah. thing is, is there's a... this. You know, you talk about the Green New Deal and all these, yeah. oh, we're trying to make things better. There are ways to make things better that, that don't cost trillions of dollars, uh, but no one's pushing that. Even the people who say they're trying to push that aren't yeah. pushing it yeah. right now, so... Anyway, question the narrative. That's all I'm telling yeah. you. 
Like, you know, look at, you know, before you just run off with some Fox News or CNN article and, and start proving it, you know, kind of question what's going on. But, yep. uh, see, y'all know who Candace Owens is, right? Yep. Did you see her testify? Uh, testify? Yeah. Dude, she took that dude to the she took that dude to the woodshed. I can't. S- like, there are some things about her I can't stand. Like, her demeanor and stuff just kind of seems like she'd be that chick that's, like, always in a bad mood. Like, yeah. you could never have a peaceful conversation with her. And she's a little bit like, over the first top. First of all. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, like, it's it's so weird. Like, you have old conservatives, and then you have, like, conservatives that are my age. And then you have, like, the young, I forget what they call them, the young college uh, Republicans or whatever. And she kind of falls into that category where they're a little bit more, like, pretentious and kind of pompous in their in their yeah. debates. Whereas, like, Shapiro's all about, like, the fact. And he can actually be fairly polite when he's telling somebody they're an idiot, but these other guys are all about like, oh, you're an idiot, and here's why. She kind of falls into that crowd. Well, yeah. and, and but I will say this. They're playing the same game that the yeah. other side's yeah. been playing for but, years. But she she was not she was not wrong with anything she said there. No, she and she did well, tear that guy apart. Where they took a thirty second clip of her talking about like, well, if Adolf Hitler just wanted to make Germany great, it would be different, you know. But obviously would, he had goes, ulterior. Yeah, motives. that would be all right and all that. Yeah, I mean, even if you listen to the thirty second clip, it doesn't sound bad. Even if you say, listen, you you know exactly what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. All he did was he took one line out of that 30 second clip yeah. to give whatever news source it, a yeah. sound bite. The Asian dude, Lou, I think Most something Lou. Those Lou's dudes all look cryptic, man. Like they are about to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th- yeah. Androcrine. I mean, they're all, have their they're all, they're all lifers, but, but again, that's, that's another conspiracy. Yeah. But the point being is, and, and I think what you're starting to see, did you hear that dude in, uh, that Maxine Waters, he was in the budget, some budget. Oh, she's meeting. a psycho. Did you hear what you? Did you hear what he did? Uh-uh. No. He just goes. He just kind of did this, and she got onto him like, "Oh, are we, you know, wasting your time?" He goes, "We made an agreement that when I came here, that we would like go at, at five fifteen, and it was like five thirty. So essentially, she she was keeping him long. He goes, "You know, I have places to be able where to go, and you said, you know, <laughs> we would end this at five fifteen, and she goes, "Well, you're free to leave whenever you want." He goes, then why don't you dismiss everyone? He goes, what you do is you take that little gavel that you're standing there and you hit it on the table and say dismissed. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. oh. And then you have Candace Owens basically tell the guy, he's like, you will not refer to anyone as on this on this uh, committee as stupid. She goes, I didn't say that. Because yeah. what she said he was listen. apparently Mr. Lou thinks I'm stupid. Yeah, yeah. He, he said he, he she said that he thinks all black people are stupid and right. they won't understand that this is being taken out of context. And, yeah. and what he says, you will not call a member of this committee stupid. She goes, it's not what I said. She goes, you're not even listening to what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And he went like that. So yeah. the point being is, is they play these games where she, he took one word she said, tried to twist it. She called him out on it. And I think that's the Trump effect. I think you're starting to see these people now not be intimidated when they go into these into these hearings. Because uh, the guy who was who was uh, the attorney general uh, interim yeah. before uh, Barr uh, got inducted. I mean, he would he would rip into these people, uh, and he'd just be like, "Yeah, I'm not answering that." Yeah, you know, and all that. And so, you know, you're starting to see people get a little more clout when they go in, which is good, because I mean, you know, it is a it is a, a, a political propaganda game. So, yeah, well, there's a time for diplomacy and proper speak and all that, but whenever one side's throwing you know all that stuff oh, out yeah. the window because they're just lying through their teeth, you have to call them on it. And Whoa, sometimes yeah. you have to be you have to be super blunt about it, like Whoa. like fake news. What president before, I mean, Bush never would have come out and been like, CNN's fake news. 
he would have been like, well, you know, they would have been like, well, unfortunately. That goes back to Josh. Yeah, well, it's I mean, like, well, Trump, it's a, because Trump's Bush a was in their pocket. <laughs> no, I mean, and maybe either, either way. But the, no, nobody was willing to come out and be like, no, that's fake news. That's crap. Instead, they were like, well, unfortunately, they misconstru- misconstrued or yeah, misunderstood no, some yeah, facts. Right. Maybe it's not their fault. Maybe it was a source. You know, they would kind of apologize while calling them out well, at the same time. And now he's just like, no, they're idiots. And that's like, like <laughs> which like, I appreciate. Well, yeah, no, I agree. hundred. We've been we've been saying that. Yeah. yeah. Like when I say we, the public in general has been yes. saying, hey, you know, we yeah. want someone in who's just going to say what what what's really going on and not try and sugarcoat it. And we have it now. And I, I I think a majority of the nation is gonna is it enjoys it even though uh, yeah. the poll you know they may uh, skew some of the news to to make it look like it's not I think they do and like I said it's just you know we, you know you're starting to see people not we're not gonna get picked on anymore mm-hmm. by these people and it, it's kind of pulling the veil back I guess yep well which is a good thing much like the Democratic Party this episode's done yeah. <laughs> Episode 70. Justin, appreciate you filling in. Thank you, thank you. For Jeff. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, You guys have a good week. We're out.